discover the inherent power of God in you. Whether there are challenges or not, we are still the same, we are constant. God is constant, God does not change. And that is the life that we have received. He says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today and forever. That is the same life we have also received. We are also the same yesterday, today and forever. What kind of life? We, we, we are the same because we have the same life with Christ. So when you think about God, think about you. Because everything he is, that is why he told Abraham, he said, I am your, your exceeding great reward. God gave himself as a reward to Abraham. And we are the seed of Abraham. Therefore, we have inherited God himself. Listen to Pastor Oti Boateng as Christ is magnified in you. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Are you excited to be in church? Hallelujah. Today I'm sharing on um, preparing to give or planning to give. How many of us are excited givers? 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6. But this I say, he which soweth sparingly shall reap also sparingly. And which he which soweth bountifully shall reap also bountifully. Next verse. Then it says, every man according as he purposeth in his heart. So let him give, not grudgingly or of necessity. For God loveth a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. See, God loves a cheerful giver. God loves. So you're giving, when you're giving, you must be excited. You must be excited about your giving. Hallelujah. Let's read the Amplified of this verse. Verse 7. He says that let each one give as he has made up his own mind and purpose in his heart, not reluctantly or sorrowfully or under compulsion. For God loves, he takes pleasure, in prizes above other things, and is unwilling to abandon or to do without a cheerful, joyous, prompt, to do it, giver, whose heart is in his giving. Wow. A what? A joyous, a cheerful, joyous, prompt to do it, giver, whose heart is in his giving. So when you are giving to the Lord, you must do it with a cheerful heart, with an excited heart, with an excited heart, that's how you plan to give. Hmm? Plan to give with an excited heart. As you are preparing yourself, you are preparing yourself with excitement. Ready for the day when you are going to be giving your offering or you are going to be giving your seed to the Lord. Our, seed, our yearly seed sowing conference is coming off on uh, 4th of September. That is about two months from now. Hallelujah. You may think you don't have anything to give. Normally, what God does is that God will share with you. He will put something into your heart. God expects something from you. And he also puts something into your heart. Do you get it? Yes. God expects something. For, for instance, when God was um, talking to Abraham about giving his son Isaac, God told him what he wanted. No, so. God told Abraham what he wanted from him. He told him, I want your son, your only son, Isaac. 
he qualified it. He made him know exactly what he wanted. So normally God will tell you. So it's something to pray about. You prepare by praying about what God will have you to give. Hallelujah. The church cannot but run with money. Don't get angry that the church talks about money. Because the church is sitting on his money. Oh, you don't like what I'm saying? Yes. The lights, it's money. The coolest, it's money. The carpet is money. I mean, you don't want to know the price of the carpet. I don't want to say, I don't, these days I've been advised not to quote figures, so I I won't say anything. For security reasons. (laughs) For security reasons, I will not say. Yes. Line race. Money. The screen you are seeing over there, it's money. <laughs> the sound you are hearing, it's money. The cameras you are watching me through, it's money. The microphone, the microphone, the micro what? Phone. It is money. Hey! The tripod that the thing is sitting on, it's money. I was being told the price of a tripod, a good tripod. They said it was 5,000. It's 6,000 Ghana City, sorry. This thing that's sitting there like that. Can you imagine? It's someone's rent. Yearly rent. You know, so don't, go, don't get angry when we talk, because that is, that is how... That is how the house of God is run. There's, there's, there's a need for money to do various things. You see, one of the reasons why welfare, for instance, wealth is money. We're doing a review, a media review of our finances, you know, just last week. And when we checked the money that has gone to helping our brethren, people in our church, Helping with various things. My mother is not well. Okay, take this. You can use this. I need money for school. You can, you can have this. I need money for, for my hostel. Oh, you can have this. I need money for my beloved. Oh, you can have this. You can't come for money for your beloved, please. I need money for this. I need money for that. I need money for this. I need money. It's a huge chunk. It was a huge chunk. You see, those who know, the council members who are here, the administrative council members who are here, are smiling. They are laughing as I'm saying it. It's, it's true. It's huge. You see? Because the church is primarily the people. The church is not the building. Yeah, right. Say the church. The church. It's primarily, primarily people. people. Yeah. So if someone in the church is struggling with something, I mean, we should be able to help the person. And... Um, and enable the person to be able to stand on his or her feet. Do you get it? Aha. Uh-huh. Yeah. So that is also there. So many things. Apart from all of these things, um, lands must be bought. Physical church buildings must must be must be must be built. Yes. Yes. One bag of cement is seventy-five Ghana cities now. Yes. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
So uh, don't, don't, what I'm trying to say is that don't get angry when money is being spoken of in the house of God. You see, God shows us why we should give our fight. Yeah. A lot of us are saying a lot of things about fighting. Yeah. You know, it's all over the place. But if you want the house of God to not go forward, then don't give your fight. But if you want your, the house of God to go forward, and if you want things to be done for the Lord, then you have to give your fight. Do you see? One of the major reasons that is given for fight is so that there will be meat in the house of God. So that there will be food in the house of God. So that the house of God will have something. Some, a lot of people think that when they give their fight or give um, their offerings, they are giving to the pastor. No, you are not giving to the pastor. The pastor is blessed by his giving as well. Do you see? Uh-huh. Most of the things that pastors own are gifts. Most pastors, it's gifts. It's not from the church's coffers. Most, you'll be surprised. Most of it are gifts. Hallelujah. Yes. So if you, you sit down and say, oh, I, I'm, uh, the pastor is going to use the money to buy chocolate or to buy a house or to buy this. It's a responsibility of the church to do certain things for, for their pastors. It is. The Bible says, who goes uh, for a warfare at his own charges? It's also in First Corinthians chapter 9. So there's nothing wrong with the pastor being blessed and being helped by the church for some things to be done in his life. Especially if the person is full-time. He's giving his... How do you want his children to go to school? Is it... Is, it, is what I'm saying... Yeah. Today, I just came to come and share my heart with you. You may not know. Uh-huh. It's the first Corinthians chapter 9, verse 7. It says, Who goeth a warfare any time at his own charges? Who plants a vineyard and does not eat of the fruits thereof? Who plants a garden and doesn't eat the fruit? You have planted apples and you can't eat some of the apples. What are you talking about? Or who feeds a flock and eats not of the milk of the flock? Have you seen it? Yeah. <laughs> Look at the next verse. Say I these things as a man, or seeth not the law also? He says, the scriptures also say it. For it is written in the law of Moses, Thou shalt not muzzle the mouth of the ox that treadeth out the corn. The, the ox or the cow that is pulling, uh, plowing the land, he says, don't put a muzzle. Don't put uh, something to cover the mouth and prevent the cow from eating as it is going. As it is plowing the land, it will be eating some. As it is plowing the harvest, getting you the harvest, it will be eating some of the harvest. I don't know if you understand what I'm trying to say. So he says, thou shalt not, it's written in the law of Moses, thou shalt not muzzle the ox that treaded out the corn. Does God care for oxen? It's, God is not talking like that because he cares for the cow. God doesn't care for the cow. God is saying that for something. Next verse. Or saith he altogether for our sakes. For our sakes, no doubt. It is because of the pastor's sake. So that the pastor too can have something. So don't, don't have it in your mind that when we give, the pastor will chop it. The Bible says that the pastor also has a right to the offerings. That is, that is, that is how we live. I live by, you see, I've been to school. <laughs> I've been to school. I've done first degree, chemistry. I've done second degree, MBA, strategic management. But I'm using it to serve God. Do you see? Yeah. Yes. I'm using it to serve God. Some people say that, oh, pastors, these days they are into business. 
if you uh, ministry is the is the business of the day, if you want to make money, enter ministry. Try it and see. Yes, that's just just try it and see if you if you will be able to get that business running. Yes, it doesn't. It's not like that. It is it is the work of the Lord. Try it. Just start a sale and see. If anybody will come to your cell meeting and even give an offering in the cell meeting, they will not mind you. So it is supernatural for people to give. It is supernatural. It's from the Lord. Do you see? It is supernatural. Hallelujah. So don't don't have those things in your mind. Do you see? All that I'm wearing is a gift. Everything I wear is a gift from people. I'm looking nice, yes. My shoe, even my socks is a gift. Someone bought me socks like this. I don't know why the person bought plenty socks like that. He bought a sock, pl- socks plenty. About 30. And recently. And then another person also bought socks plenty, about 20. I, I honestly don't know. When I received the gift, I was like, ah. Why have I prayed to have socks or something? I plenty of socks. Amazing. So don't don't have those things. Try to not think like that. Oh, when I give my money, the pastor will chop it. Just do your part. Are you giving to the pastor or are you giving to God? You are giving to God. Isn't it? And if you are in a ministry like this, you see things being done. You see, I could have spent all this building in my stomach. Yes. There are three buildings here as I'm talking to you. There's this one. This one that you're seeing here. There's this one. And there's another one behind. A lot of you don't know there's another building behind this building. A lot of you don't. There's a whole big office complex. Three-story building behind this one. Yes. That most of you don't. Because it's built, it is attached to this one. You don't think there's something there. When you see, you see us opening this door, it's actually an entrance to another building. So three huge buildings with another car park. There's another car park behind. Yes. Three huge buildings have been built here. Do you see? How was it built? It was built with the offerings, the fights, and the seeds of the people in the church. Some people around are wondering how we get money to do the things that we do. It's offerings. Someone asked me, do you have sponsorship from America? This was when we built our first building in Kumasi, Alpha. Yes, they were asking me, do you have a special fund that comes from America? I just laughed and said, "Eh, yeah, it's something like that. Yes, you are the Americans, we are the Americans in the church. I'm trying to open your mind to let you understand that the things we do in the church are done with the offerings, the fights, and the seeds of the people in the church. So if you restrain your hands, a lot of things will not be done. Okay? Yes. If you start thinking in a certain way, the pastor is going to chop my money. Since I've been leading you, since we've not been chopping the money. No. If we were chopping it, it would not be here. By the way, what is wrong with chopping it? That's what I'm trying to show you in the scriptures. By the way, what is wrong with chopping it? Because the Bible says that the one plowing the land has a right to it. Do you understand what I'm saying? 
Yes. Because I have, I've given my time. All of us. They have, we have 10 full-time pastors. And we have 8 staff. Is it 6 or 7 staff? Who, how are they supposed to eat? The church must pay them and pay them well. Yeah. Also, the church will not be able to go on. You may not know much about the church. But the church, there's a very wild administrative system. There are things we have that nobody has in this world. Yes. There are systems we have running in our church that nobody has it. Nobody has in the whole world. And it is being funded by offerings from this church. You see this building here? You didn't. Most of us were not here when it was being built. Some of us were not here. You were not here. In the, you were not in the church when offerings were being taken, seeds were being taken for it. You see, you are seated comfortably. What we do for things like this to be able to, to happen easily is giving our yearly seed. Every year we plan and we give a huge amount as individuals to the support of God's work. Everybody from, from myself to the first, the, the newest member of the church. All of us. Because it's scriptural. It's scriptural. If you read in First Samuel chapter, chapter 1, you will see a story concerning a man um, let's look at it. First Samuel chapter 1 verse 1. Now there was a certain man of, you know that word, Ramathine Zophim of Mount Ephraim and his name was Elkanah. And his son, and Ephraim, sorry, and his son was Elkanah, the son of Jeroham, the son of Elihu, the son of to Tohu, the son of Zuth, and Ephratite. If you go down, you see how this man went every year to the house of God, to Shiloh, Vestare. And this man went out of his city yearly to worship and to sacrifice unto the Lord of hosts in Shiloh. So there was a special offering that was given at Shiloh. Do you see? Every year. For the house of God to go on. If we don't do it, the house of God will not go on. Have you seen church buildings that have been built for 20 years and they are still not finishing? Yes. 20 years. Not up to this size. They can't build it. Why? Because nobody is ready. Nobody there is ready to give anything for it. They are not ready to give anything for it. Everybody is preserving their money. So God's own does not go forward. Look at Philippians chapter 2, verse 19. Philippians chapter 2, verse 19. But I trust the Lord to the Lord Jesus to send Timothy shortly unto you, that I also may have good comfort when I know your state. Verse 20. For I have no man like minded who naturally care for your state. Verse 21. For all seek their own, not the things which are, G are Jesus Christ. It says, a lot of people seek, a lot of people in the house of God seek their own things and not the things that be of Jesus. Jesus Christ also has things that need to be done. Yeah. Can you imagine? Yeah. That Jesus also has things that need to be done for him. Hey. hey! You are not the only one that needs things. God also needs for some things to be done for him. Wow. <laughs> and he depends on his children to give for those things to be done for him. Hmm? Yes, it depends on the student to give for those things to be done for him. He says, all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. We will not seek our own. Say, we will not seek our own. We will seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added to us. Hallelujah. Yes. For all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. Jesus has things that need to be done for him. 
There was a day a lady came with an alabaster box, an oil, a perfume that is as expensive eh, eh, as one year wage, one year pay. You need your pay. If you are paid 5,000 cities, you need to gather all your pay for 12 months to be able to buy that perfume. 5,000 times 12 is what? 60,000 cities. So you needed about 60,000 cities to be able to buy that perfume. This woman bought that perfume and came and came to pour it on Jesus Christ. He poured it. She poured it on Jesus Christ. Like that. Judas Iscariot was standing by and said, what means, what's the meaning of this waste? This is waste. Mark chapter 14 verse 3. Go to verse 2. But they said, not on the feast day, lest there be an uproar of the people. Verse 3 now. And being better in the house of Simon the leper, as he sat at me, there came a woman having an alabaster box of ointment, of, of spikenard, very precious. And she broke the box and poured it on his head. Costly. Next verse. And there were some that had indignation. They were angry. Some people were angry. That is whenever you try to give to the house of God, a lot of people, someone who is sitting by you, it's not his manual. It's not his manual. But the person will be complaining. Why are you giving to God? Why are you giving to his house? Why are you wasting this waste of money? It's not today. It didn't start today. It started a long time ago. He says, and there were some that had indignation within themselves and said, why was this waste of the ointment made? Why was it? Why? 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 Why was it made? Why did they waste the money on Jesus Christ? Why did they waste the oil on Jesus Christ? Have you heard some in our time before? Why are you, why are people, the pastors, I remember there was a church that put up some, some um, seed targets. Do you see? Uh-huh. He said, if you want to give, I think uh, it was, it was, was it, it $10,000? $10,000. And then I think uh, $20,000. And then $5,000. And then it, it showed up on, because they were, they, were, they were doing their service on public TV, it showed up. And someone captured it and put it on social media. And they were talking plenty. Why is it? Why $10,000? Do you know what? JBJ, JBJ? Now your money. Is it your money? You don't even have it. Someone wants to give it to the Lord. Is that your problem? Yes. What means this waste? What's, why, was this, why was this waste made on Jesus Christ? Next verse. Jesus answered. Mind you, it is always like this. For it might have been sold for more than 300 pence and have been given to the poor. And they murmured against them. The poor always preached against the church. Why is the pastor driving this car? And there are poor people, there are poor people in the church. There are poor people in the church. Why, why is this one? Why is it that they have done this in the, in the church or for the pastor? And this, they are poor people. Jesus said that the poor, the answer that Jesus gave, look at, look at the answer. And Jesus said, let leave her alone. Tell your neighbor, leave me alone. And let me do what I want to do for the Lord. It's not your business. If you don't want to give, I am giving. Leave me alone. The poor will always be there. They will be helped at the right time. Now, mind you, it's not every poor person who wants to be helped. Yes, it's not every poor person who wants to be helped. Yes. And we've tried it before. Many years ago, we had one of our church. The only church we had was in a certain place. And it had a lot of poor people around. So we got, we bought clothing. 
bought oil, bought rice. I mean, we do it frequently. Bought rice, all of those things. And then we distributed it for them. I don't know if you remember. We had a, we, cre- we created a place, invited them, gave it to them. Do you, see? do you know what they said to us after? That clothes that we have worn, that is old, is what we have brought to them. Who do we, who do we think we are? After they are taking our rice and our oil and everything, they were insulting us. It's amazing. Try it and see. Let alone why trouble you have. She has wrought a good work on me. It's a good work. Jesus said it is good that she did it for me. Yes, there are, there are other places where he says, against my death, my burial, has she done this? She need she needed I needed something to be done for me. Nobody knew it. But this woman found out, she found out by the spirit and came to do it for me. Why are you complaining about her? Look at the next verse, verse 7. For you have the poor with you always. You have the poor with you always. You have the poor with you. Oh, this is Jesus' answer. This is Jesus' answer. You don't, so don't accuse any pastor. You have the poor with you always. And whosoever you will, you may do them good. You can do good to people. There's nothing wrong. But there are things. But me, you have not always. But me, you don't have always. You don't have me always. I may not call for something from you another time. It may not, it may not happen. There's a time coming when the Lord will not ask anything from you again. You see, the giving is such that there's a time when you give it doesn't mean anything. Do you understand what I'm saying? Uh Uh-huh. If someone needed um, a car and you had one to give to to the person and you didn't do it and someone else came to give him the car and then you later on came to give the other car how the gratitude? How do you think it will be? What will be the level of the first is the first person who gave the car will have a lot of thank yous. Yes, I saw someone giving somebody a car recently. Do you know what the person did? The person rolled on the floor. He rolled on the floor like this. Came and held the person and climbed. How the pe- jump was jumping with the person. He said, "Is it true?" <laughs> Am I keeping it for three weeks or for is it for three weeks? <laughs> yes. First car. Yes. First brand new car. Huh? If someone brings another one, it's powerful. So thank you. God bless you. But you see. Yes. But mean you have not always. Okay? But mean you have not what? Always. Very costly. The Lord has things that need to be done for him. And you must agree with it. And prepare to do what he wants from you. God will always make a request from you. Always. Always. I was talking to you about, about Abraham. God made a request from him. I want your son. I don't want your wife. Abraham had a wife that he could sacrifice. The Lord didn't say, I, I want your wife. <laughs> Abraham had another son called Ishmael. The Lord didn't ask for that son. He asked for Isaac. Genesis chapter 22, verse 2. He says, look, go to verse 1. So that we see who is talking. And it came to pass after these things that God did tempt Abraham and said unto him, Abraham, and he said, behold, here am I. Here I am. And he said, take now thy son, thy only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest. Have you seen it? Take now what? Your son. 
your only son, Isaac, whom thou lovest. That is, that, that is what God likes. What you love. What your heart is close to. You see, and amazingly, you can't outgive God. You can't what? Outgive God. Say it like you mean it. You can't outgive God. One to go. You can't outgive God. Say it again. You can't outgive. I can't outgive God. You can't outgive. Nobody gives more than he does. Yes. He sacrificed his son. What can you give that will be more than his son? There's nothing that you can give that will be more than his son. And he keeps giving us many things. If there was a meter by your nose recording the air that you are breathing for you to pay. You see the way you can cry when electricity bill comes. It's like, hey, well, what did I do? Am I selling pure water in my house? <laughs> Have you seen some before? Yeah. Uh-huh. Just try and wrap your mind around you day checking your breathing. A scale for your breathing for you to pay. Or a meter for your breathing for you. You can't pay. But the Lord gives it to you free of charge. Free of charge. Have you paid for your breath this morning? Yes. Oxygen is sold in the hospital. If you like, stop breathing in a certain way and let them take you to the hospital and then let them, let them put you on oxygen. You'll be surprised that every day you'll be paying a certain amount for, for oxygen. It can be short. It can short. Hey. Hallelujah. So it's very, very important that you, you prepare through prayer to know exactly what God wants from you. And normally God will state it to you. He will show it to you. Okay? He will show it to you. He will show you, I want you to give this amount. Prepare for this amount. Prepare for this amount. Prepare to give this amount. When God was calling the children of Israel to come and give for the building of the tabernacle, he told them what he wanted. He told them what he wanted. He told them, I want gold. I want purple. I want blue. I want badger skin. I want this. I want that. You couldn't give what you wanted. He told them what he wanted them to give. So God will tell you all the time. He will tell you. Your only son, the one whom you love. Exodus chapter 25, verse 2. Speak unto the children of Israel that they bring me an offering. Of every man that giveth it willingly with his heart, ye shall take my offering. You must give it willingly with your heart. He says, take an offering. And this is the offering which you shall take of them. Gold and silver and brass and blue and purple and scarlet and fine lining and goat's hair and ram skin dyed red and badger skins and shitting wood oil for the lights spices for anointing oil and for sweet incense onyx stones and stones to be set in the effort and in the breastplate these are the things I need and let them make me a sanctuary that I may, I may dwell among them this is what I need from them Whoever wants to give it should give. So there's nothing wrong with God stating certain things. You see, gold, the price of gold is different from badger skin. That is leather. It's called it's leather. He's talking about leather. So if we come and then we tell you that we are looking at people giving 
this amount or this amount or that amount. Don't be angry. That is how the thing is. Hey. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. For instance, I'm making a call for all those who can give 20,000 Ghana cities. <laughs> this is your yearly seat. 20,000 Ghana cities. Can you give God 20,000 Ghana cities? Yeah. If you can't give 20,000, there's another one for 10,000. This is special. All of us are giving a minimum of 5,000 cities. Hallelujah. Yeah. But if you're a pastor and you want to give 20,000, why not? If you are a shepherd and you want to give 10,000, you feel that this call that God is making is something you can give willingly. Yes. We are making a special call for 20,000 and 10,000 Ghana cities. This is your yearly sido. Your yearly sacrifice. There's another one that I will not mention. That one would, would tell certain specific people. Yeah, that's, that's another. That's a bull, a bull sacrifice. Bull. A bull sacrifice. I mean, in the Old Testament, the Lord mentioned the sacrifice of a bull, the sacrifice of a, of a sheep, and the sacrifice of turtle doves. Same, all of it is for the same purpose. But they are different depending on your category, on what you can give. It's not a means of dividing God's people. It's according to what you can willingly give. That's why it says willingly. They should bring me an offering willingly. So you now, you feel that mm, this thing, I can give it. If you feel you can give it, then Charlie, ascribe for it and then give it. Or it's too complex for you to understand. Yeah, I mean, if you feel like you can give it, why not? But there's a minimum. There's a minimum that it's a turtle dove. You can't bring an ant. <laughs> you get it? You can't bring an ant. There's no blood in an ant. It doesn't do anything. So you can't bring 100 ganasis as your yearly sacrifice. If, listen, if you have capacity to give 10,000, for someone it could be his yearly sacrifice because that is what he can, that is what he can give to the Lord. It's a turtle dove for him. Or it's even a bull for him. But for you, you realize that, I mean, 100 ganas is year, your yearly, like, your yearly sacrifice. Oh, 100 ganas it is. You know, fine. Yes, you are paid 3,000 Ghana cities or 5,000 Ghana cities, 10,000 Ghana cities, 1,000 Ghana cities, and you couldn't do anything. You, could, like, you brought only 100 Ghana cities to the Lord. Oh, you are like Cain who brought what he wanted to give to them. The Lord had made a special request concerning what he wanted. The Lord said he wanted something that had blood in it. Hallelujah. Yes. The Lord had made a request for blood. Sting something that had blood in it. And he was specific. I want a lamb. But Cain brought what he wanted. He brought the, the, the fruit of the, of the ground. You see, he brought what he wanted to bring. That's what God wants you to, to avoid. That's why he's talking to you to plan, to prepare. You must plan. You must prepare. Okay? You must what? Plan. You must prepare. If you are in this church, you have known since we started the years that since last year that we are going to be giving something. So it's not now that I'm coming to stir you up to give something. I'm just bringing your mind to it. You've known all this while. If you came six months ago, you've known. I mean, the last six months, you've known. You see, we said that all church members in Love Economy Church are giving 5,000 Ghana. That is the minimum we say we should give. Okay? So try and meet it. Don't, don't bring what you want. Try and bring what God is asking for.
Prepare for it. Try and prepare for it. First Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1. We'll come back to this, okay? Hallelujah. Now, concerning the collection for the saints, there was, there was something they wanted to do. They wanted to give some things to the saints of God at Jerusalem because there was a great famine in Jerusalem. Who else is going to give to the, the, the saints at Jerusalem? Who else is going to give but the saints in other places? So there was a need. There was, a, there was something that needed to be done for this particular church in Jerusalem. You must not work all your life. I said you will not work all your life. You too, you will drive. You too, you will what? You will drive by the power of the Holy Ghost. All those who believe in this prophecy is happening for you practically. In Jesus' name, you will drive. Not when you are 45. In your 20s. In your 30s. You will drive your own car. In the name of the Lord Jesus. By whatever way, by whatever means. Let me show you something about cars. Sit down. Isaiah chapter 60. Everybody must come on something. Eh? Receive a car in Jesus' name. Isaiah chapter 66, verse 20. This is how we, att we attend church service. This is a, 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 a scripture concerning attending church service. Okay? He says, And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto the Lord out of all nations and upon horses. Upon horses. So there's... there's these are all these were all means of transportation. You will not see Bugatti there, but or you will not see Land Cruiser in, in these verses. But these were means of transportation in those times. Right now we don't ride horses. Where will you where will you pass with the horse? Which road? But you need a land cruiser to go to Kumase. You need a patrol to go to, to go to Kumase. You need a Benz, E class, S class, something. F-150. Ford F-150. Or F-250. Or 350. Something. So these are verses concerning how people will be brought to church. Or how people will come to church. It says, And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto the Lord out of all nations upon, number one, horses. Horses were means of transportation. Yes. When we, when we, when we, when we say, the car, how many horsepower is it? The cars can have several cylinders or horsepowers. Huh. Eight cylinders. Horsepower. He's talking about horses. So receive a, a, a horsepower car. Receive an, a 12 cylinder car. A V8, a V6. A double twin turbo something. Receive it now in Jesus name. You'll be coming in your own car in Jesus name. The one who believes in the prophecy is the one who have it. You there be there be doing this. Yeah. Let me show you another verse. Isaiah chapter 44. Isaiah chapter 44. 4426. Verse 26. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 26. So that you receive what I'm telling you well. How does things come into your life? Things come into your life by the by the man of God that God has sent for you. Okay? God confirms the word of a servant. God, that's what? He was talking about God. Maybe, maybe you think I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that. Should, so go, go up to verse 20, 24. So what we see is God who is talking. They are talking about God. Thou said the Lord, thy Redeemer, and he that formed thee from the womb. I am the Lord that maketh all things. That stretcheth forth the heavens alone. Like he's telling you what he does. That spread it abroad the earth by myself. 
That frustrated the tokens of the liars and make it diviners mad. That turned wise men backward and make it their knowledge foolish. He says, I do those things. Then he says, I also do this. I confirm. That confirmed the word of a servant. I confirm the word. He didn't say, I confirm my word through my servant. I confirm the word of my servant. What my servant says, I'll confirm it. So as a servant of God, I'm saying to you that you will drive. You will drive in your 20s. You will drive in your 30s. You drive nice cars. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive a new car. Receive a nice car. In the name of Jesus. Someone is saying, ah, what kind of church is this that they are talking about cars? Listen, the reason for Jesus' coming is so that you will have and enjoy life. That is why Jesus came. Jesus came so that you will have and enjoy. So you must enjoy life. The church is a place for you to be helped. So that you will not be harassed by demons. So that you will have success in life. That is in John 10, 10, the thief comes not but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It is the devil brings destruction into your life. Jesus says, I am come that you might have and enjoy life. Jesus, the one who, who saved the church, says that I have come that you might have and enjoy life. What is your problem? So there's nothing wrong with talking about cars in the church. I said receive a, a four-wheel drive. Receive a sports car. Receive four cars. Four cars. Different colors. One is blue. One is white. One is red. One is what? Green. Black. Yeah, when you wear a black dress, you drive your black car. When you wear a blue dress, you drive your blue car. And then you give some out. You give some out. You tell somebody, my friend, come, follow me to the house. Ah, are you still walking? Are you still? Come, come, follow me to my house. Follow me to my house. Follow me. Sit in my back seat. Sit at the back seat. Let's go. When you get home, then you give me a car. So, this is yours. This is yours. This is yours. Receive that car in Jesus' name. One pastor, you know, who has been blessed. He's been blessed with many cars. And he's always giving it out to his associate pastors and church workers and all of that. One day he saw one of the cars that he had given out. You see, when he sees the car key, he doesn't look at the car. When he sees the car key, then he'll call somebody, oh, Charlie, come. I, I hear you do the car. Come, come for it. That's what he does. So one of those days, after service, he walked into the car park. It was a small group meeting. They walk, he walked into the car park. They were talking, and then he saw a certain car. He said, ah, whose car is that? Then one of his associates came and said, oh, it's my car. He said, oh, you gave it to me. Ah, I gave you this car. Yeah, if I had seen it, I would not have given it to you. <laughs> he was shocked. He said, hey, if I had seen it, I may not have given it to you. Man, the, case, the car is nice. He had been giving cars. You will be giving cars. You will be giving cars. Yes, you will give cars. I know somebody who is connected to me who has given 250 cars. He's, he's 60. He's 68 now. And he has given, this is from his own, he told me himself. He has given 250 cars in his short life. Yes. 250 cars. So I don't know how many you want to give, but you will be giving cars to others. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Receive a car. And receive an ability to give cars to others. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Give the Lord a shout if you like what I'm saying. Yeah. Isaiah chapter 66. Remember, the Lord confirms the word of his servant. Too. Go back to that place. 4426. Isaiah chapter 44, verse 26. 
Let me show you another thing. He says, he, God confirms the word of his servants, and he performeth the counsel of his messengers. Like that, when the messenger decides something, <laughs> he says, when my messenger decides something, and even without my consent, can you imagine? He says, I, he, I perform the counsel of my servant. When my servant decides, my messenger, when my messenger decides that this person should be blessed. As he's thinking about you, ah, this guy, the Lord must bless him. As, the, as he's thinking like that, the Lord says he, he does it. He will perform the counsel of his messengers. Yes. So I'm saying that you, 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 sitting here, standing here, sitting here, standing here, you will drive many cars and you will buy many cars and you will give many cars. You may not know how it is going to happen. You may not know how things are going to work for things to work, how this guy is going to come, whatever. Don't worry about it. He says, as you do not know how the womb, the, the bones in the baby in the womb are formed, eh? just as you don't know how it is formed, don't worry. What God wants done will be done in your life. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Now, let's look at the type of cast you are going to have. The type of cast. Isaiah chapter 66 verse 20. And they shall bring all your brethren for an offering unto the Lord out of all nations upon horses. So horses. And in chariots. Chariots, a horse, only one person can drive in a horse. Or can ride a horse. That's like a, 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 a sports car. Have you seen a sports car? You have a nice car, very expensive. Only two people can be on it. A horse, only two people can sit, sit on it. It's a sports car. There's nothing wrong with owning a sports car. Flat car. When you, when you step on it, boom. There's nothing wrong with it. Receive sports cars in Jesus' name. Listen, don't be the type. Sit down for two minutes. Don't be, if, you, if you stand too much, you fly. Before you realize you are in the sky, you are going, you are going like a, a monkey king. Monkey king. Do you remember? Sefo, <laughs> Sefo, you've been gone. Don't be a Christian who doesn't like good things. It's like, it's, like, it's like it's bad to have a good thing. Ah. It is what you use the good thing for, the, the thing for that makes the difference. You understand? Money is not evil at all. It is the love of it that is evil. And if you don't have money, how will you come to church? If you don't have money, how will you be able to buy a bus and put other people in it? You can't serve God well. The Bible says that the Lord takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. God likes it when you are rich. God enjoys it when you have money. Preach it to me. Do you understand what I'm saying? God likes it when you're looking nice. Yes, your wig is up to your, your, bottle, your bottle. It's long. You can move around. God likes it. Yes. When as a guy, you have used very nice perfume. Yes. God doesn't like it when you are smelling all the time. When you are hugging somebody, the person is like... Receive nice perfume in your life in Jesus' name. Yes. Psalm 35 verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Let's sit down for two minutes. You see, as you are coming to give your seed, you are favoring the righteous cause of God. Yes. Eh? 
You are favoring the righteous cause of God. It is righteous for us to build church buildings. Yes. It is righteous for us to buy things for the house of God. To buy certain cars for the house of God. We need, we need a number of cars. Yes. For our, our workers. To be able to move and do certain things. Yes. We need, we need, I need about six cars right now as I'm talking to you. If you can buy some for me, why not? Buy it. If you can buy some small, some big, uh, uh, what's it called? Land Cruiser, you can buy, pick up, whatever. If you have a pickup that you want to give, you can give it as your seed during the seed sowing conference. Do you get it? You can buy a pickup and bring it. We we'll like it. We like it. Yeah. We love it. Yes. So that we can move easily. Yeah. Hmm? For instance, our construction team needs to be able to move easily to various sites to help, to supervise the works that we are doing. Are you understanding? Yeah. Yes. So if you can buy a, a, a pickup, Navara, nice Navara, or nice Hilux, or F-150, or 250, 250 is too big, maybe we'll, we'll end up, we'll not see the road. He says, all those who favor my righteous cause, yea, let them say continually, let those who favor the, the righteous cause of the Lord, like you and myself, let them say continue, continually, let the Lord be magnified, which has pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. The Lord takes pleasure in your prosperity. So don't have it in your mind that, like, if you have, it's, too, it's bad. You must have more than enough. Okay? God wants you to have more than enough to be a blessing to others. So when you are going for things, go for it well. Okay? Be, be um, buoyant in your thinking. Be abundance-filled. Have abundance-filled thinking. Hallelujah. Yes. God likes it when you don't have a need. When you don't have need. You don't need anything. You are full. Yes, he likes it. It's not in the Bible. I'm, I'm just sharing, I'm just mentioning scriptures. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8. Look at 2 Corinthians 9, 8. And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That ye always having all sufficiency in all things may abound to every good work. Let's read the Amplified. It's, it's nicer in the Amplified. And God is able to make all grace, every favor and earthly blessing come to you in abundance. Every, what? Favor. Favor and what? Earthly blessings. So earthly blessings are from the Lord. Like you look at your ceiling and it's like a nice ceiling with lights, everything. The the, the colors are healing you. It's therapeutic. You know, colors are therapeutic. Yeah, so as you're looking at it, it's healing you. Not when you look up, then you're depressed. You don't want to look up. Yeah. When you're lying in your bed, then you look up. Like, <laughs> mouse will be running in the city. Yes, I used to have I used to have a house. I used to be in a house like that. Yes, as a yes, I've gone by. God has blessed us. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to be. You may, you may be starting from a place where the roof, the, there's no ceiling. It's just roof. The roof is there. As the sun is shining, it's entering the roof. That's where you're starting, but that's not where God wants you to stay. God wants you to climb out of that place. That is why he's blessing you. He says he's able to cause every favor and every blessing come to you in abundance. Not just come to you, but come to you in abundance. Receive abundance. Well, Bishop Oedipo will say, receive abundance. Receive abundance right now. In Jesus' name. Give the Lord a shout if you like what I'm saying. 
abundance. So that you may always and under all circumstances and whatever the need be self-sufficient. Possessing enough to require no aid or support and furnish in abundance for every good work and charitable donation. Yes, God likes it when you have money. He takes pleasure in the prosperity of his of a servant. Okay? Yes. Let's look at some of the, the, the cars. Come look at we've just seen we've just seen one. We've just seen sports car. Now we are coming to chariots. A chariot you can have six people inside. Or seven people or eight people inside. Yes. So you have either a limousine or a, 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 a V8. Some V8s can have eight passengers, seven passengers. Yes, what? Nissan Phantom. Wow, Lincoln Navigator. Receive a Lincoln Navigator in Jesus' name. Yes. Chariots. Those are chariots. Eh? Or buses. You have buses. A chariot can be a bus. Like you have bought seven buses for the house of God. As people are coming, you see some people came in late today. Maybe their bus delayed or something happened. Campus bus. Campus bus. They are not coming. You can buy five buses. You are like, Pastor. As I look at the way things are going, we are mega church. We need more buses to be able to go and come. So I'm buying five buses. I'll bring another five in the next two weeks. So this, this is chariots. Say chariots. Yes. And letters. Eh? In letters. Letters are uh, uh, motorbikes. Do you see? Power bikes. Hey. Yes. Power bikes. Mules. Saloon cars. Honda Civic. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's, a, it's a saloon car. Toyota Camry is a saloon car. Eh? Yes. Camry Spider. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey. Yes. yes. Those are saloon cars. Eh? Which other car do you know? Elantra. It's a, it's a mule. Honda Civic is a mule. Opel, Opel Cadet is a, it's a mule. <laughs> They are called Salukas and they are mules. Eh? And upon swift beasts, these are fast paced cars. Swift beasts. <laughs> it's not a car, it's a beast. Swift beasts. Receive a swift beast in your life in Jesus' name. <laughs> yes. They are bringing them to my holy mountain. You'll be bringing all these cars to the holy mountain of God. You'll be bringing all these cars to the house of God. Yes, Sunday morning when you're coming, cars, plenty cars, parking. Receive your car or park here. Yes, because of your cars, you have to buy more land to park car, just to park car. Receive it in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a shout if you have a voice. Wow. Mm. Yes. It's happening live in your life. Hallelujah. Yeah. So we must prepare, we must prepare to favor the righteous cause of the Lord. Yes, we have to prepare for it. Like I said, God will not go and ask somebody, He always asks His children to do it because He wants to prosper them. You see, why does God ask us for seed and offering and all of that? Because He wants to prosper us. That is the way He can prosper us. God says the castle on a thousand hills are mine. The silver, the gold is mine. Yes. That's what God says. He says, if I needed a, a cow, will I ask you? 
I will not ask you. I'm asking you because I want to favor you. I want to help you. I want to favor you. I want to cause you to inherit blessings. So every single time Caesar called for you, you should understand that it is a time that God wants to bless you. And God wants to increase you and cause you to come forward and become bigger than you were before. It's an upgrade. It's time for an upgrade. When the lady poured the alabaster, the contents of the alabaster box on Jesus Christ, Jesus said that this thing that she has done will be remembered forever. He gave her a memorial. Yes, that if nobody else is mentioning concerning my story, you, you'll be mentioned concerning my story. Jesus attached her to himself forever. Yes, he blessed her completely. While Jesus was on earth, there were people who were giving to his ministry to make his ministry work. Giving, 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 giving. They ministered to Jesus. That's what the Bible says. Oh, hallelujah. So we want to minister to Jesus. What do you think? We want to give for the things of the Lord to be done. Okay? Nice. And many women, this is Matthew 27 verse 55, and many women were beholding a foul which followed Jesus from Galilee, ministering unto him. Let's read another version so that you can understand that the ministering unto him that does not mean they were washing his hands and washing his legs. It's more than that. Yes. And a number of women were there watching from a distance who came with Jesus from Galilee, waiting on his needs. If there was any need, they get it done. Anything that was needed, they, get, they got it done. Women. Women. Luke 8.1. Luke 8.1. Go to Luke chapter 8 verse 1. That one six it in a, in a nicer way. And it came to pass afterward that, the, that he went throughout every city and village preaching and showing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the twelve were with him. Verse 2. And certain women which had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Madeline, out of whom went seven devils, and Joanna the wife of Cusa, Herod steward, and Susanna, and many others which ministered unto him of their substance. So this shows you specifically. He says they ministered to him of their substance. Let's, let's read Amplify so that you understand that the substance is not saying they gave him shoes or whatever. They gave him something. Eh? Joanna, the wife of whatever, says, who ministered to and provided for him and them out of their property and personal belongings. They provided for them out of their property and personal belongings. Yes. So it's that Jesus also has, he has needs. He has what? And he depends on those who have been blessed by him. If you feel Jesus has done something for you, if you feel he has been gracious to you, then it's time to show appreciation. It's time to thank him. It's time to say thank you to him by your giving, by your giving, by your giving. So prepare. Prepare to give something abundant. And I'm, I'm telling you, he's requesting, making a certain type of request. All of us are giving 5,000. Base 5,000. Church member, base 5,000. Try. You have two months. You're asking, how, how is it going to be done? How am I going to be able to do it? I want to give you an idea. One of the things you can do. You can use your status as a means of raising money. Don't be shy to ask for money from people. It's a scriptural to ask for money from people to build the house of God. Ezra chapter 1. Verse 1, 2 and 3, and 4 and 5, and 6 and 7. Ezra, chapter 1, verse 1. Now in the first year of Cyrus, king of Persia, that the word of the Lord by the mouth of Jeremiah might be fulfilled, the Lord stirred up the spirit of Cyrus, king of Persia, that he made a proclamation throughout all his kingdom, and put it also in writing, saying, so a king, gave an, a king called Cyrus gave an instruction. 
That's yes, the says Sion's king of Persia. The Lord God of heaven has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. This is a king. He could have built everything on his own, but he didn't build everything on his own. Don't leave, let's not leave it for the few who have plenty money to build the house of God. Or else they are the only ones who will be blessed all the time. We're, do, we're looking at the finances of one of our some one of our churches. Yeah. Okay, one of our churches. <laughs> and that church has so many people in it. That church that we have has so many people in it. And when you check the number of people who give consistently in that church, they are 97. And they can give as much as something. Plenty for security reasons, I can quote it for you. They can give a lot of money. We know there are a lot of nine, but the only 97 out of the lots are consistent in giving seeds, first fruits, partnership. The 97, the 97 people is about a quarter, one out of three, or one out of four, one out of four, one out of four of that congregation. You guys, what are trying to say? Only one out of four. Okay, but what they can give can build this building in a minute. So understand what I'm trying to talk about. They can, it can build this structure in a minute. That's how much they can give. Now, the rest, that's the 300 that are left, or the 270 that are left, don't give. And so they don't prosper. They are struggling to prosper because they've left everything for the 97 to do all the time. And these guys who are always giving, always have to give and always go forward. So what is, what is going on? They're always increasing. You see, the rest have decided that only these people can give. If you, if you decide, if you say that I don't have, this one can give, this one has. You always have. To him that has, more will be given. To him that does not have, even the little that he has shall be taken away from him. So if you develop the mindset that I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, I don't have, you will never have. God will take the one that you have away from you. It is scriptures. These are scriptures. You see, don't say, ah, but I thought they said we are blessed with all heavenly blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It's heavenly. For it to become earthly blessings, you need to do something. God has showed us what to do. It's our giving that brings the heavenly blessings physically into the earth. Our giving is a response. Yes. Yes. Our giving is a response to those heavenly blessings. God told Elijah, I'm going to feed you in the time of famine. Go to Zarephath. Elijah thought that he was God was going to use a rich woman in Zarephath to do the feeding, to keep him for three and a half years. When he got there, it was a poor widow who had a son and was gathering two sticks. One, two sticks. The food that was left, you needed only two sticks to be able to cook it. You didn't need five sticks. Two, one, two. And she had come, she was so poor that she didn't deserve the P-O-O-R. She only deserves the P-O. P-O. So poor. She was so poor. She was poor. She couldn't afford the rest of the O-R. Can you imagine? Yet she's the one that God sent the prophets to, to be fed, to be provided for. When the prophet got there, he said, Make, get me some water. As she was going, he said to her, and bring me cake as you are coming back. The woman said, Mr. Prophet, you see, all these problems that we are having is because of you. I don't like any problems. Please don't anger me. All that is left 
is what I'm gathering these two steaks to go and cook and then me and my son will eat and then we'll wait and die. That's it. What are you talking about? The prophet said, don't worry. Do for me first. Do for me what? If it was today, we would have put it in, in news. Prophet takes money from poor people. Ah, it's in the Bible. First Kings chapter 17. So if you, if you don't have, the way to going up is by giving. I was having a discussion with, with my wife. And we were talking around a long time on these lines. And the conclusion we came to was that, listen, the only way you can go forward is by That is the truth. If you don't give, you're not going to go forward. I'm not cursing you. Or I'm not trying. I'm showing you the scriptures. I'm telling you what the Bible has said. That widow of Zarephath gave her last. And when she gave her last, that last never finished. Always kept going higher and higher. 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 That's what happened. Are you in the church? Yes. So never say to yourself that I don't have. You have. You have an ability. You can, and I'm going to. Sh- I'm trying to show you one of the ways you can raise money for the king. You can prepare to give. You can plan to give. Okay. Can I show it to you? Yes. I said that you must. You can ask from people. Listen. There's nothing wrong with doing a tally card. Charlie, do you know tally card? Yeah. And moving around and say, Charlie, we are giving. We are building God a house. Give her. That is what we did to build this one. Yeah. Many people did tally cards. Many people raised money on their status. Um, we are building God a house. If you're interested, send me your seed. I'm taking 50 cities. Yeah, someone took 50 cities. 50 cities she gave 5,000. Someone was telling me that his bosses, bosses that he has never spoken to, he went to them and said, we are building God a house. We need money. Give for, give for it. Within one week, he had raised 16,000 from his bosses. Yes, he knows his bosses are rich, so he went to them. <laughs> I need money to... Don't, don't say, oh, why? I don't want to lose my reputation. My reputation. My reputation is very important to me. So I don't want to lose it. Lose your reputation for the Lord, and the Lord will honor you. Yeah. There are many things I've had to do for the house of God to go for it. I've asked money from people I'm not supposed to ask money from. Shamelessly. Yes, so that we'll have to do what we need to do. Hallelujah. So join the club. Join what? Don't say I don't have. You have something. You can. You have a means of raising something for the Lord. So go back to Ezra. Ezra chapter one. Cyrus could have built it on his own, but he made a request because that's what God wants. God wants to bless all His children, so He makes a request for all His children to be involved, not some. If you're part of us, if you're part of Love Economy Church, you see, like I was telling you, this place probably when we're doing it, you weren't around. So you didn't, you didn't give for it. There are other places that we are, we are doing projects. There are four, five other projects that we are doing right now, currently. It's going on right now that we need to give for. That's yes, King Cyrus, Cyrus, King of Persia. The Lord God of heaven has given me all the kingdoms of the earth. And he has charged me to build him a house at Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Next, verse 3. Who is there among you? Of all his people. Are you God's, one of God's people? Yeah, yeah. How many people of God do I have in the church? Give me a wave if you're, if you're a person of God, a people of God. You're a child of God. This is a request to all children of God. This is how many, who is there among you of, of all his people? His God be with him. And let him go up to Jerusalem, which is in Judah, and build the house of the Lord God of Israel. 
He is God, which is in Jerusalem. Everybody should go and build the house of God. So we are all going to build the house of God. Hallelujah. Next verse. And whosoever remaineth in any place where he sojourneth, whoever is left, let the men of his place help him with silver. He says, let the men, these are not people of God. Though. He says, the one who is a child of God should be helped by those who are not children of God. You can take money from Muslims for, for the gospel. There's nothing wrong. Let the men of his place help him with silver and with gold and with goods and with beasts cast beside the fuel offering for the house of the Lord of, the, of God that is in Jerusalem. Let them help them. So you can ask for help from others. There's nothing wrong with it. It is biblical. So that you can prepare and give God something substantial. We have people who are outside the church who give to our church. They are not part of our, they, they are not, they are not members. But when we are doing something, they always, there was one gentleman like that who gave. He needed something in, to be done in, at his workplace. And he gave. He, he saw it and then he gave. When he gave, he got a promotion. Then, he's not in the church. Then he said, when is, when is, when is another one happening? I want to give for another one. Because I, I want this one to happen. So, when, when is the next one happening? Yes. That is why you don't steal from the house of God. You can't steal the offerings. You can't steal. If you are an usher, you are stealing offerings. The Lord is watching you. You are stealing people's, people's, you see, everybody, when you are giving your seed, your challenge is tied to your seed. Your prayer is tied to your seed. Your, your emotions are tied to your seed. You see, maybe someone is giving for a child. He's tied his, his or her child to the seed and has brought it to the altar that I'm giving this to God so that God will help me with the child. And then you steal the money. What have you done? You have stolen, you have stolen the requests. You have stolen the requests. What it means is that you have problems with a child. The person was in need of it. The need was a child and you have stolen the need. So you are going, you are going away with the need. The person was giving for his sickness to go away. Some cancer that he has to go away. And he tied it to the seed and gave it. This is the reason why I'm giving. Sometimes when you give, we'll ask you, why are you giving? Then you give a reason so that we can pray specific prayers for that thing to happen. One of our ladies, some of them are on vacation. She's not here. She's in the choir. She texted me yesterday. Her sister had been looking for a job for a long time. They came to tell me about it. I prayed with them. I told them this is going to happen. The first time it didn't happen. Then I prayed again. I said it will happen. God will do it. A week later, after I said that it was going to happen, it happened practically. You see, so if someone takes the seed, this person has come to give a seed, requesting for a job, and you have stolen it. What have you done? You have stolen joblessness. You have reaped joblessness for yourself. Lack of money for yourself. Someone gave, wanting more. Do you see? Lack. You have reaped lack for yourself. So never steal God's offerings. Ushers, those who count money, and those who look after the money of our church. I don't look after the money of our church. Those who use the money, use it judiciously because it's from the Lord. Don't go and do things that will destroy the money. So there's nothing wrong with the people, people around helping you to raise something for the Lord. So prepare through that. Prepare by you saving. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1 once again. Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. They were collecting offerings for the saints. At, so don't say, oh, this place is done. 
I don't care what is happening. Next week, I'll show you videos of what is happening in other places. We are building another building in Kumase. That's called Fortizo. We are building another one uh, at Kaswa. It's called Parashia. We, we are buying land at Tamale right now. We bought up to a point. It's left with some. We have to finish paying and build for them. All this, it should go to Tamale Church. Tamale Church has a lot of wonderful people in, in there. Do you see? Who don't have a place? There's no place. They are meeting in the pastor's hall. They meet in the past, they've met in the pastor's hall for the last two years or three years. Yes. We bought air conditioning for them, but the air conditioning it doesn't work. As air con- the, 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 the weather can be come so hot that the air conditioning is on, it's working, but you can't feel anything. It's really hot. We need to build them something nice and cool it for them so they can be comfortable in there and serve God. You get it? Is it a good thing to do? It's called favoring the righteous cause of God. You must favor the righteous cause. You see, um, um, there's a scripture that says, look at, look, look at the scripture. The stones of Zion. Those who favor the stones of Zion. The set time to favor Zion is come. Yeah. Hallelujah. Do you love Jesus? Let's do the things that needs to be done for Jesus. Yes. Yes. Let's read from verse 13. Psalm 102 from verse 13. Thou shall arise and have mercy upon Zion. For the time to favor her, yea, the set time is come. Who is Zion? Zion is you and I. Zion is the, is the new Jerusalem. Or is the Jerusalem of God. Do you see? Uh-huh. And we are also described as Zion as well. Okay? So it says the set time to favor her is come. Next verse. For your servants take pleasure in her stones, in the stones of Zion, and favor the dust thereof. Your servants take pleasure in the stones of Zion and take, they, they, they have pleasure in the dust thereof. In other words, your servants like building things for Zion to go forward. Or that your servants like doing things for God's children to go forward. That, that, is it. that is what causes you to be favored. I see you being favored in the name of Jesus. You'll be favored all the days of your life. One of the ways of raising money, of preparing your seed, is through your salary. Saving something out of your salary. I'm going to show it to you now. Now, if you don't have a job, if you're not a salaried worker and you want to get a salary, receive a job this week in Jesus' name. Receive a job this week in Jesus' name. Receive a high-paying job this week in Jesus' name. Go out there and look for one. You'll get it. Favor is upon you to get that job. Yes. This week. A job that will pay you $1,000. In dollars, not in cities. Receive it now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. The set time to favor her is come. Why? Because she takes pleasure in the stones of Zion. Hallelujah. Now go back to 1 Corinthians 16. And let's finish it up. Preparing to give. Preparing to give. Now, concerning the collection, prepare as I've told you. Next verse. Verse 12. Verse 2. It says, Upon the first day of the, of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store. There is something called laying by you in store. You prepare to give to God. You may not have 20,000 cities sitting down. They are making a request for special 20,000. You may not have 20,000 cities now, but you can make it your aim to give that. David said, I'll not give God what does not cost me. So it will cost you something. Do you see? It will cost you something. It's going to cost you some of the... It, you may have to 
keep yourself from eating certain kinds of food in order to be able to save for the house of God to be, to be built. He says, let every one of you lay by him in store. Let him save as God has prospered him that there be no gatherings when I come. Save. You can start saving. If you haven't started saving already, you can start now. You can start now. If you start putting a certain amount of money down. Okay, if you start putting, let's say, 50 cities down every day. You can have a susu box and start saving from now. 50 cities every day for two months. How much would that be? Five times three is what? Five three. Fifteen. That's 1,500 Ghana cities. Isn't it? Then times, uh, so time, plus times two. That would be 3,000. So at least you can save 3,000 Ghana cities if you are saving 50 Ghana cities every single day. Yes. Instead of spending all the money and waiting till the day, till 4th or 3rd September, and then saying, hey, I don't have anything, you can start saving now. And amazingly, God gives seed to the sower. If you are interested in sowing or giving a particular amount, the Lord is interested in giving you money for you to be able to give that amount. Eh? God gives seed to the sower. That's in 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 10. Now he that ministers seed to the sower, both minister bread for you, for your food, and multiply your seed soon, and increase the fruit of your righteousness. Now he that ministered seed to the sower, he gives seed. Let's read another version. And he who gives seed for putting it into, for putting into the food and bread for food, he gives seed. He gives seed. God gives seed. If you are interested, are you interested? interested. If you are interested in giving a particular amount, tell God, God, I want to give this amount. I've never given this amount before. I want to give that amount. I'm, I'm starting to prepare. Lord, give me seed to sow. God specializes in giving seed. That's why you pray. You pray for what he wants you to give and then you thank him for giving you seed. Receive seed from God to give to him. The seed that God was asking for from Abraham was a seed that God had given to him. Isaac was from God. God gave him Isaac and God was requesting for Isaac back. So God gives seed that he requests for. Yeah. So you can ask for seed. I want us to ask for seed today before the day ends. Okay, before the, the service ends. Yes. This this message, this most generous God who gives seed to the farmer, eh? That becomes bread for your meals. It's more than extravagant with you. He gives something you can you can then give away. He gives something you can then give away, which grows into full formed lives, robust in God. You see, He gives God gives seed. Receive seed today in Jesus' name. You plan, just plan for it. If you plan, you'll be shocked at what you can give. You'll be shocked at what you can give. Okay? Plan for it. My wife and I always plan for our seeds. So before, before um, we started praying concerning what we are supposed to give this year, and God, you see, I knew we were supposed to give something big, but I didn't know how much it was. So as she prayed, the Lord told her, there was a service where she was, and the Lord told, spoke to her, give this amount. And the Lord showed her how we are going to give that amount. And she came to tell me that, this is what the Lord told I said, hey, that's, that's a lot. Then he said, the Lord told me this. I said, ah, beautiful, that is it. We are doing it. You see? So we are planning and preparing and pushing to make sure that amount is given to the Lord. That is how it is. Amazingly, what you give is what you receive. What you give is what you receive. 
if you are able to give 5,000, what that means is that now you can receive 5,000 easily. You don't have to work for it all the time. Mind you, your salary cannot do everything in your life. Have you noticed? It can do something, but it will never do everything in your life. It's actually also a seed. Yes. If you're a student, what they're giving to you from your, your mother is giving to you, it's actually a seed. Hey! Save some. A little boy's lunch was used to feed 5,000 people. So your little lunch can do something for the Lord. Don't say, I'm a student. I get only 500 Ghana cities every month. You are a student. You have ability to raise money. When you go on social media and start talking, we are giving to the Lord. Send me money for it. You'll be shocked. I know several students. One of our highest giving churches is our student church in Kumase. So it's made of 70% students. Yes. They can give so much. Why? They prepare for it. So if you prepare for it, you can give the 5,000 easily. If you want to give the 10,000, you can give the 10,000 easily. If you want to give the 20,000, you can give the 20,000 easily. It's very easy. You can give it if you plan for it. Put something in store. Raise something from somewhere. Talk to people. So I've showed you two methods. Keep in store, storing up, and asking help from others. Those are, that's the two main ways. Those are the two main ways of preparing to give to the Lord. You store what comes to you. Store some of what comes to you. Ask for seed. Store the seed when it comes. Don't chop the seed. There's a reason why you don't eat mango. You can't eat the mango seed. The fruits that have us eating the seeds have plenty of seeds. So that the seed does not go out of stock. Some people have started eating watermelon seeds now, ain't it? Oh, plenty of people eat watermelon seeds now. I hear it is something nutritious, something is inside. It's powerful. But make sure you don't eat all. Or else very soon we don't have metabolism in life. <laughs> Leave some. Hallelujah. Yes. Praise the Lord. Yes. So, this is it. Start preparing. Start planning. Okay? If you want to give the 20,000 or the 10,000 that we are asking for, those are the two special seats. There's a third one, but like I said, it's not open. We'll tell you, we'll tell the pastor. So you can ask your pastor, what is the special seat? I want to give the special seat. Then they'll tell you. So let's give. Are you ready to give? Yeah. See, I'm ready to give. I'm ready to lavish on God. For God to lavish on me. Abraham gave God 1,000 bulls. Sorry, what's his name? Solomon. Solomon gave 1,000 bulls. Same night, God said, I'm giving you wisdom and with prosperity. Money that you didn't ask for. When he woke up, he was wise. He started making decisions. Money started coming to him. He gave God 1,000 bulls. He didn't know that God was going to give him more. So when you give what you give to God, he gives you more. 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 Eh? More. Yes. More. Yes. When you sow bountifully, you reap bountifully. When you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. That's what happens. Sowing goes with reaping. You don't sow and not reap. You sow and reap. Give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure. What is going to be, when you give, it is given to you. But it doesn't come the same way you give. It says good measure. Press down. Shaking together. Running over. Shall I cause men to give to your bosom? For the same, for with the same measure that you meet with all, it shall be measured to you again. In Jesus' name.
God bless you for listening. We pray that the word of God will be rooted and grounded in your heart as you give attention to the word. Kindly follow Pastor T and Love Economy Church on all social networks for more of God's word. Don't forget to subscribe to the Pastor T podcast. Simply search for Pastor T on any podcast app, plug in and enjoy God's word. Visit our website at loveeconomychurch.org for more information. God bless.